This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the Environmental Defense Fund. Sustainable agriculture is modern farming. For more information, visit AmericanFarming.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. More and more food and ag groups are weighing in on former Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack's potential return to head the Department of Agriculture. Several news outlets are reporting President-elect Joe Biden will nominate Vilsack to the post, but the Biden transition team hasn't made an official announcement yet. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall says Vilsack, quote, believes in a big tent philosophy that supports all types of production and understands the importance of respecting farmers and ranchers as partners worthy of support in the race to achieve sustainability goals, end quote. However, Center for Biological Diversity Government Affairs Director Brett Hartle says Vilsack has consistently favored pesticide companies, big agribusiness, and the timber industry. Quote, if he's confirmed, a lot of eyes will be watching to make sure the USDA truly exits the Trump era and starts taking responsibility for protecting human health and the environment, end quote. We're now learning more details about what's included in a bipartisan $908 billion COVID relief proposal in the Senate. Some $13 billion in assistance would go toward COVID-related impacts on agriculture. For nutrition assistance, the bill would temporarily boost the individual monthly supplemental nutrition assistance program by 15% for four months. It would also provide funding for the Emergency Food Assistance Program to help food banks and food pantries. Some $6.25 billion would go toward state broadband deployment and broadband connectivity grants. According to the text, these grants will ensure affordable access to broadband during the pandemic. Roughly $3 billion will be allocated to the Emergency Educational Connectivity Fund. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the Environmental Defense Fund. Sustainable agriculture is modern farming. It means improving soil and water management, fertilizer techniques, and other production practices. The future of farming depends on these innovations, and American farmers are depending on Congress's support. For more information, visit AmericanFarming.org. The incoming Republican and Democratic leaders of the House Agriculture Committee stress they will work together in the new Congress. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. The new leaders of the House Agriculture Committee say they want the panel to be a bipartisan affair that has rural and urban America in mind. Georgia Democrat David Scott is set to chair the committee. He says even though he represents a suburban Atlanta district, he has an understanding of production agriculture. Agriculture is in my blood. I have been a farmer in the most difficult circumstances during the heyday of segregation. And if you go back to them, you know the difficulties, the imbalances. The House is looking to have a slim Democratic majority, which will trickle to an egg committee majority of just a few seats. Pennsylvania Republican Gled Thompson is set to lead the committee's GOP efforts, and he says that narrow split could help the committee be more productive. I actually think that's uh, that, that helps us to be able to yeah, have the right frame of mind to work in a bipartisan way to put aside uh, extreme um, extreme proposals that really don't uh, do not serve rural America well. Um, I, I actually help. I think it helps us get things done. Scott and Thompson spoke with AgriPulse about their priorities for their new positions. Their story appeared in today's AgriPulse newsletter and can be viewed on AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington. 
I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Justice is recommending the Supreme Court not review a Tenth Circuit court ruling made in January of this year. The Circuit Court ruling invalidated three small refinery exemptions issued by the Environmental Protection Agency under the Renewable Fuels Standard. The ruling said future SREs needed to be awarded on a continuous basis. The EPA has finalized a rule under the Clean Air Act enhancing the rulemaking process. Speaking on a virtual webinar with the Heritage Foundation, EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler says the rule would require a thorough cost-benefit analysis for all CAA rules. Wheeler says the procedural rule will provide clarity for states, local communities, and industry regarding EPA's rulemaking considerations. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.